Ah, so that's what that means. I learned something new today. That's what I want you guys to be saying today, guys. Get ready to learn. Thank you for listening to the Was Awesome Podcast. Let's have some fun. Yo, this is Batman Live 2002, and today I have a educational topic for you. So I've been going around, and I realized that over my very long and arduous career as a person who enjoys anime so much, I've accumulated uh, quite a bit of keywords and phrases and terms and whatnot uh, that that's just commonly uh, uh, thrown around the anime community. And I had to do a bit of research as well. I wasn't aware of all these terms before I began this, but I've, I've learned something, some new things. Uh, and then there's a lot of things I kind of already knew and kind of clarified. So today... I want to talk about um, common phrases within the, um, as an otaku or someone who enjoys anime or anything like that, even casually, um, someone who enjoys anime casually, there's a lot of phrases you should know, or at least you should have an interest in knowing. You don't have to know it. It's not a requirement, but um, it, it should be cool. You know, I mean, if you're going to be an otaku, uh, do you know what the definition of an otaku is? The true definition? Huh? Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Guess we're gonna find out. But anyway, I have a, a extensive list of terms, phrases, and all that kind of stuff that you should know as an anime fan. So, without further, with examples, of course. But without further ado, let's jump in. Let's talk about it. So. Uh, like I said, it's a very extensive list, so podcasts might run a little bit long. It might run short. We'll see. So my first word or first phrase phrase that you should be very familiar with is chibi. Basically, chibi is an art style, and it's supposed to be cute and innocent. And basically, it takes, let's say, um, um, I don't know, Mikasa, Mikasa from... Um, uh, Attack on Titan, and then instead of having abs, glorious abs of steel, and being all awesome and swinging around and all that stuff, she's drawn with big, cute eyes, a big head, short, stubby legs, short, stubby arms, and that's the chibi art style. It's supposed to be cute, and normally the head is disproportionately large, the body is small, and that kind of stuff. So, um. 
that is in his very popular art style, especially amongst fan art. So that is the chibi art style. So familiarize yourself with that. The next uh, term is ecchi or ecchi. Um, it depends how you say it. I say ecchi and other people say ecchi. It depends. But basically it panders. It's a subgenre and it basically panders to sex. Sexuality is very explicit. Um, ecchi anime is actually very rarely um, has direct sexual act like um it, it does it's not hentai you wouldn't call a hentai um ecchi or ecchi um it's usually uh alludes to sex uh it kind of panders to it is very uh risque but it never actually takes it that far because hentai you know hentai is its own thing hentai is actual actual sex and ecchi is more like yeah, a lot of crotch shots and and uh, a lot of breast breast shots and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, the next term you should be very familiar with: fan subs and fan dubs. Now, we in the pirating community, and I say we because I use the pirate anime all the time. I don't do it anymore, but we in the pirating community are very familiar with fan subs and fan dubs, and basically. That is uh, a fan sub is when you don't get to, let's say uh, you go to Crunchyroll. That would be an official sub. Like if you were to watch in Japanese language with uh, English subtitles or whatever language you're watching it in. But if you were to get an illegal version of it um, and someone, some dude uh, took the time to put the subs into the anime himself or herself or whatever team as a fan sub. And then a fan dub. Um, it, fan dubs are more like a bridge series, like uh, Dragon Ball Abridged, which just ended, which was awesome. I'll do a podcast on that. That was pretty cool. How many years coming has it been uh, since we've been waiting for new episodes of Dragon Ball Abridged? But anyway, um, sidetracked. Fan dubs are usually like a bridge series and that kind of stuff like that. Now, another term you should be familiar with is uh, harems. A harem anime, which I adore to bits, uh, is a subgenre of anime. And basically, there's a lot of etchy harems, but they don't necessarily have to be etchy. Um, and it usually uh, either involves a love triangle or just a group of people vying for the attention of another person. So there's a, a common misconception with harems, harem anime, that typically the vast majority of harem anime that we've seen involve one guy involved with a ton of women. And usually uh, we have this guy, he's really unremarkable. He, 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 you know, he's very average, but sometimes he's pulling in the hottest chicks in the school. So anytime we say, I just watched a harem anime, I am watching anime like Two Love Rue, Tenchi Muyo, GXP, The World God Only Knows, Date A Live. Basically, all these anime involve dudes who are surrounded by women. Um, and then we will refer to women who are surrounded by men, such as Fruits Basket and the All Around High School Host Club, as reverse harem. But basically, reverse harems technically don't exist. 
because harems really just re- it's gender neutral. It doesn't really refer to like a harem is men surrounded by women. No, a harem is a person surrounded by uh, a slew or a group of love interests, both men and women. But in the anime community, because there are so many harem anime that's dominated by, you know, men being surrounded by women, um, we refer to the re- to the reverse of women being surrounded by men as reverse harem. It's kind of like reverse racism, which doesn't exist because reverse racism implies that racism can be reversed. And it doesn't matter if you're black, white, green, purple, blue, whatever. If you're racist, you're a racist. There's no reverse to it. Uh, and it's the same with harems. Anyway, not to make this political nothing. The next term, ah, a juicy one, hentai. Is uh basically porn, anime porn, cartoon porn. It's that's it's the next level up from an etchy anime. There's no, I don't need to really go any further than that. A, a, an excellent example: Bible Black, chicks with dicks. My first true hentai that I watched from beginning to end. I'm not ashamed to say, it was a very enjoyable hentai. Also, La Blue Girl and many, many others that will just move on from this very awkward key phrase. Now, the next keyword you should familiarize yourself with is husbando and waifu, as we all know. Basically, husbandos are, you know, husband and wife. And um, and it's made to sound Japanese. I don't know if it's, you know, like husbando, you know, like how the Japanese throw O's at the end of everything and, and foos and all that. So husbando, waifus, all that. I don't know if it's actually Japanese. I don't think the Japanese word for wife is waifu. <laughs> I could be wrong on that. I didn't do the research. I should have. But anyway. And basically, husbando is any male anime character that you just was like, man, that's that's my husband right there. That's the guy I want to go. I want to have sweep me off my feet. And of course, waifus are your waifu and crap. You know, it's uh, basically the the anime chick that you want to marry. So, uh, yeah, and um, the it husbandos and waifus, especially waifus, uh, just bring up just just points of contention it's just people just argue to the death why their waifus are the best in the world and it's just why can't we all just have our our husbandos and waifus and just move on and just accept each other accept our individual tastes but anyway um i might butcher this one but kodamo which is i don't think i really butchered it but basically kodamo is another phrase that really it directly uh, is a direct Japanese uh, translation to children, and uh, it really refers to uh, programs and, and and anime directed towards kids, um, like any of the anime you find in Kids WB, um, like Cardcaptor Sakura. I guess will fall. I'm not sure if it really falls under Kodamo, but it could, um, and. So there are other similar genres to the to Kodamo, like Shonen, 
but it's not exactly the same because Kodamo is directly for children. We'll get to Shonen in a moment. So another term that I'm sure some people get confused on uh, is Lolita. Now, this one has a very broad definition, but a Lolita is not a lolly. You know, the little girl or the a person who has the appearance of a little girl. Um, Lolita is a fashion statement. It started in the 19th century. And it's like lacy blouses. You have the little headband things, knee length, um, whatever. Um, I can't even think of the the things that women put on, like stockings and knee length stockings and stuff like that. Um, and the it's almost like a, a very goth like lolly. Like anytime you say a lolly that has a very goth like appearance. That's a Lolita. In Lolita is the style addressed, uh, dressed of dress. So keep that in mind. So another term you should be familiar with is mangaka. Mangaka, which is <laughs> basically is a dude or a woman who creates as a creator of a manga. It's uh, basically they're comic book artists. If you want to have the equivalent to the West, they're, um, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're comic book artists. They're manga artists. That's a mangaka. So another term that you should be familiar with, which is very similar to chibi, is moe. And basically, this is a very slang term that just refers to anything that's cute. Um, I'm sure there's more to it than that. I guess you could think of it as like kawaii, you know, like how people use that, throw that term around like, oh, kawaii, as in it's cute. Moe doesn't, I don't know if it exactly means that it's cute, but it's often used to describe cute things or the things that are moe tend to be very cute. And um, I'll just leave that there. Um, so another term is otaku, which most people use as a derogatory term. It's a slang term for nerds. And most people, they, they say, I'm proud to be an otaku and all that. But the true term or the true definition of otaku is someone who's so obsessed with something that they shut themselves off from society. I wonder if people really understand what they're saying when they say they're an otaku. I feel like that term is really misused. I used to call myself an otaku. I don't call myself an otaku that as much. Uh, I Well, let me rephrase. I'll call myself an otaku when I'm conversing with other anime fans, but I always keep in mind that the definition, um, I try to use it in a certain context. So if I'm, it's like, oh yeah, I've watched, I don't know, a hundred anime, I'm an otaku. I guess in the context of the sentence, you're really using it in the way that we've repurposed the term as anime fans, but just understand the, um, the true definition of otaku, someone who shuts himself off from society and just focuses, and it can be on anything. An otaku could be focused focus on anything. It doesn't just have to be anime, but the anime community has really taken that phrase and made it his own. So are you really an otaku? Do you really want to be an otaku, like a real otaku? You think about that. Another term is OVA, which is Official Video Animation. What the heck are OVAs? We see OVAs all the time, right? Basically, an OVA um, 
let's say you have, um, I think Attack on Titan had a couple of OVAs. Let's say you have Attack on Titan, right? And you have the whole story going on. And then you have those little side episodes that they're kind of like their own, their own thing, their own, their own parallel universe almost. And they're not canon. They tend not to be canon. Sometimes they can be, but in most cases they're not. They, they're their own thing. And that's when an OVA, official video animation, and the length can vary for each. Now, this next one, um, I feel like I'm going to butcher the phrasing of this, but scanlation, which is basically, you know, how you have fan subs for um, anime series that we watch. Scanlations are, are um, the manga equivalent of a fan sub. Is basically when fans translate uh, um, manga. So, yeah, yeah. So, now we're going to get into some phrases that we should all know and love because we watch them daily. Uh, so, the next phrase or next term you should know is seinen. Basically, uh, seinen is a genre of anime that is targeted towards adult men. And... Um, Examples of this, very popular mainstream examples are One Punch Man, Tokyo Ghoul, Elfin Lied, or Elfin Lead, Black Lagoon, Helsing Ultimate, and the list goes on and on and on. And uh, those are seinen anime, basically from ages like, I don't know, adults, 18 to whatever. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, adults. And then you have a Jose anime, which is the equivalent for adult women. And it's the same thing. It's for women 18 and up. No Dome Cantabile, Loveless, Pet Shop of Horrors, Sayuki Reload. All these are Jose anime. So, yeah. And then, of course, we have the younger version, Shonen and Shoujo, Shonen anime, uh, being for younger Younger men, younger boys. Shoujo anime being for younger girls. And I say from like 12 years old to 12 to 18. Uh, I guess 18 to fall into it. 12 to 18 for um, Shonen, you know, young boys, 12 to 18. And then Shoujo, uh, 12 to 18. So Shonen uh, anime. Every freaking mainstream anime on the planet is a Shonen anime. One Piece, Fairy Tale. Jintama, Fullmetal Alchemist, Naruto, Soul Eater, Hunter, Hunter. The list goes on. Every popular anime you can probably think of <laughs> is just like falls into that genre. And then a lot of shoujo anime for girls, Nana, which act- actually happens to be like my top two. Like it's my number two favorite anime in the world, vying for the number one spot. Which is for 12-year-old girls. Go figure. But anyway, Nana, Maid-sama, Skid Beat, Kimi Ni, Todoke, Fruits Basket, my fiance's favorite anime ever, um, falls under the shoujo genre. Now, another term that we um, commonly uh, run into of anime, Sundari. You know, those characters who are just mean and just... The jerks, but on the inside, they're soft. They they have their cute moments, and um, 
So you can think of like an American uh, uh, Western example would be Raven from uh, uh, Teen Titans. But so uh, Sundari uh, examples include Oscar Langley from Neon Genesis Evangelion, Kosoma or Kiyu, I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right, from Fruits Basket. And yes, yes, I said Kosoma, as in a dude. Yes, Sundaris can be men, and it's commonly believed that Sundaris can only be women. That's not true. Did you know that Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z is considered to be a Sundari? That might, some people might disagree with that. I firmly believe he is. Uh, Haruhi, I'm killing her name, Suzumiya from the Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya is also a Sundari. She's like one of the biggest ones ever. So, yeah. Um, another term you should know is weeaboo. You know, <laughs> we've all freaking heard of the term weeaboo. And basically, it just refers to someone who believes Japanese culture is superior to their own culture, let's say American or French or European or whatever. Um, that's usually just a term to refer to the people who think Japanese culture is just God. <laughs> you know, it's like the best culture ever. And uh, I'll just leave that alone because I don't want to get into that because I'm going to start talking craps of craps. Crap about weeaboos. Anyway, um, the next term, two terms that are used together, well, are associated with one another, Yaoi and Yuri. I did a um, podcast recently on something similar to this. But anyway, um, Yaoi is basically means boys love. And like that thing literally means boys love and Yuri means girls love. And it's basically just think of gay dudes and lesbian girls. Uh, so examples of yaoi anime includes Vassalord, Tightrope, Hey, Class President. That's the name of a yaoi I looked up but didn't watch personally because I'm not into yaoi. But I'm not, I'm not uh, judging you if you're into that kind of stuff. Now, I've watched tons of yuri anime. Cream Lemon, Star Jewel, G-Taste, Parade Parade. I'm just naming hentai right now. <laughs> I'm naming hentai guys. Uh, uh, the only one in the very few non-hentai Yuri anime called Citrus. That's one you should check out. Um, and basically, now you don't want to confuse Yuri and Yaoi with um, Shoujo Ai, which is um, female love as well. I, I don't know what the equivalent is. I think it's Shoujo Ai and Shonen Ai, I think. But basically, so you have Yuri and Yaoi, then you have Shoujo Ai, which is also female love, but it's more the feelings, the the actual romantic feelings. It's not very sexual, whereas, of course, Yuri is all sexual. There has to be sexual uh, or feelings of lust for it to be a Yuri. Uh, Shoujo Ai is uh, the feelings of just being attracted to a woman, just like a shonen. I think it's shonen Ai. I could be wrong. But anyway, it's the equivalent of Yaoi, where Shonen Ai, which hopefully I'm not saying this wrong, um, is the of feelings of two dudes who love each other and attracted to each other and all that. And then Yaoi's is outright just bare bones, bare knuckles, 
gay sex. So yeah, that. So anyway, here's uh, another term you should know. Yandere. It's um falls into the category category uh, into the dairies, the daddies car- uh, category, like sundaries and all the other ones. And um, basically, these are just the psycho chicks, people. It doesn't have to be chicks, but these are the psycho people. Like they are deeply in love with somebody, usually the protagonist, to the point where they'll murder everybody else. <laughs> around them just to have that person to themselves. Usually they have an obsession that's to the point of psychosis. It's crazy. So the most popular yandere on the planet is Yuno Gasai from Future Diary. Then uh, Mikasa from uh, Attack on Titan is considered to be yandere. Um, she's not exactly psycho, but she she has those yandere tendencies. Lelouch from uh, Kogias, a male yandere. Um, so another term you should know is Bishonen, pretty boys. And pretty much, th- this is just opinion. Bishonen characters can be like, if I told you that, <laughs> I thought that Yamcha was uh, Bishonen, like, uh, th- I don't know how to actually phrase Phrase the term like that's my be shown, and I'm not sure how to phrase it exactly. Actually, uh, what you would do is you would call it a bishi. Like, who is your bishi? Oh, Yamcha. I'm making that up. But anyway, it, it comes down to opinion. So there's, I can't really give you um, too many examples or, or an exact example because it's opinion. So anybody can fall into a you know, to that category, though I can tell you a Bishonen is typically, um, their character type tends to be, tends to be tall, slender, strong, good looking, wavy hair, all that kind of stuff. You know, when you look at them, they're sparkling, they're the prince of the school, that kind of thing, that kind of character. So pretty much all the guys from all around high school host club and all the guys from free will fall into that category. But of course it still falls um, it still um, is your opinion. And then the B Shoujo is the same thing. But for girls, what? Uh, pretty beautiful women that, you know, is preference. It's kind of like a waifu is your preference. Anyway, so another term that is very popular is lolly, which is a prepubescent um, little girl. Now, keep in mind that lollies do not have to be, and they're typically uh, depicted to be 13 years uh, old or younger. Now, keep in mind that a lolly does not have to be 13 years old. They can be several thousands <laughs> years old, like Mina Tepps from Dance in the Vampire Bund, where, or Boond, where uh, she has the body of a little girl, and she's sexually active, like, but she's sexually active like an adult woman because she's like hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands years old. But she, you know, has the body of a child. Um, so, so yes, keep in mind, lollies do not have to be uh, 13 or younger. They just have to have the appearance and the body type of a little girl. That's pretty much that. Examples of lollies include, Yam, include Yami from To Love Rue, aka Golden Darkness. Tachibana Kanade, aka Angel 
from Angel Beats and so on. There's just so many freaking lollies. It's everything, every anime nowadays has a lolly in it. Now, another term, which is actually, uh, it's very related to this one, is a lollycon. Basically, if you have a sexual attraction to lollies, then you will consider it to be, you will be considered to be a lollycon. And yeah, that's, I, I can't sugarcoat it. This pretty much your, <laughs> kind of makes you a pedo, kind of, kind of. Because um, it, it involves sexual attraction to little girls. So basically that kind of walks hand in hand. And because of the fact that lollies do not have to be 13, let's say you're attracted to Mina Tepps. She's thousands of years old. That's your one excuse to keep you out of prison when the FBI comes knocking at your door. Anyway, next, going on to the next term, Shoda or Shada. No, Shoda is basically, it's uh, like lollies, except that they're little boys. So if you're attracted to little boys or to those type of characters, then you're a Shodacon, just like the people who are attracted to lollies are lollycons. Shodas are that kind of character type aren't as popular as lollies. You don't see as many little boys as you see little girls. That's just how it is. And it's the same thing. It's a appearance. 13 years or younger for a little boy, but they can easily be hundreds of years old, thousands of years old, or just, let's just say they're just really short. Um, yeah, <laughs> they could, they can just, they can be like, I don't know, 20, but they're just really short and they have the appearance of a child. Uh, so examples of Shodas are uh, Honey Senpai from Oron High School Host Club, Hiro Soma from Fruits Basket, and Sharon Lee from Card Captor Sakura. You know, all little boys who, you know, they're all Shodas. Um, now, another term is a combination of the two, a lolly shadow, 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 lolly shoda is basically a boy who acts kind of girlish and he acts younger than his actual age. But basically, if he's um, basically if he's a little boy who acts kind of girly, he is a lolly shoda and uh, the one example I can think of is Honey Senpai from all around the high school host club. So anyway, guys, that is just just wanted to educate a little bit today with today's podcast. Hopefully you learned some new useful phrases. Hopefully you've amended maybe some of the uh, phrases you've been using like otaku. Maybe you've been using it wrong, perhaps. Who knows? And, uh, you know, just as an anime fan, it doesn't hurt to know this kind of stuff because why not you can go out and press your friends your friends go go take someone out on a date it's like hey you know what i can only think of one lolly shoto honey senpai yeah baby now let's go back to my place yeah anyway i don't know what i'm talking about guys so i hope uh this was very informative and um I like doing podcasts like this. I like I like educating, you know, I do a lot of research and all that and then presenting it. And if I butchered any of the pronunciations or anything like that, I apologize. Um, I do my best. I do my best. 
But anyway, guys, this is Batman Live 2002. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, all that stuff. Type in Wasasum, W-A-S-A-S-U-M. Follow me there. And um, where I have various focus of the weeks, I do anime memes and all that. Today's or this week's focus of the week uh, is really cool gun wielders. The, the baddest of the bad. And with a preference for dual wielders, people who have two guns, like dual pistols or whatever, like Revy from uh, Black Lagoon and other other characters. But anyway, guys, um, so check that out. Hope you learned something useful today. Until next time, people, stay with Sasa. Stay with Sasa.